Every family has their own black sheep. Being in a family that was highly quantitative, as you say, a physicist, mother, uh, an engineer, father, all the males in the entire family are engineers on the black sheep of the family, being an ecologist now. But inadvertently, we want to turn things into numbers. So, you know, when I was young, I would... Once I learned about probability, I started making board games, Monopoly games, because I was fascinated by how you could manipulate dice and cards to create any probability you wanted to. My father was a bird watcher, and we'd go out bird watching quite regularly, and um, he liked recording information, so he liked data. So he would, we'd look at different locations and notice there'd be different species of thornbill or honeyeater, and we'd start to look at the patterns in the data we got regularly from going to different places and different habitats. And so I started, I suppose, asking sort of rudimentary ecological questions without really knowing what ecology was. Why does this bird here? Why do the black cockatoos turn up in the winter? Things like that. Hugh had a real sense of justice from early on. I, I suppose I still remember my first year high school form teacher writing in my report uh, Hugh is very outspoken and I said to my mother what is, is that good or is that bad and she dodged the question <laughs> so w- my father and I had a bird watching spot we went to quite regularly three or four times a year and it was a beautiful pink gum, blue gum woodland in an ecosystem where 95% already been destroyed so there's very little vegetation left and we turned up and that 100 hectares had been destroyed and I suppose that that fueled my moral outrage. Here was a place which I had spent uh, many, many days at a huge diversity of birds and plants, orchids, and it was a wheat field and there was no diversity left at all. Let's fast forward a decade where we still find Hugh exploring his sense of justice. In the early 90s, the whole field of conservation is going about this the wrong way. The whole field of conservation was people studying rare and threatened species. But that's interesting. It doesn't solve any problem. They need optimisation and decision science tools to work out what is the best thing to do for the Northern Hairy Nose Wombats. Where should we put protected areas? Uh, how is the, uh, what's the best way to count koalas to detect changes in koala numbers? So all of these are optimisation problems. And at that point in the early 90s, nobody was asking those questions. And that's basically why I ended up doing what I was doing. I actually just took a whole heap of well-known mathematics and stuck it onto a topic to which had virtually never been applied. In Australia, when it comes to public discourse and public debate, things can sometimes get pretty heated. And a word of warning, you may hear a curse word coming up. I'd been at ANU and I'd got involved in forestry debates and at that point or rather uh, the federal and the state governments were arguing about the fate of Australia's forest. In fact the whole country was arguing about the state of Australia's forest and so I was fully believing that I knew better. Probably didn't think through, I mean I would have been 28, I was a postdoc, I was untenured, I, I was probably just an obnoxious little shit really. I didn't think through all those consequences. In fact, several people rang me up over the next six months as I did more and more media around this issue telling me to shut up and that science should not be debated in the public sphere. I think those times have gone now, of course. I think, you know, 
science can be debated and people can have rational conversations. And of course, I only ever attack the science. I, the one thing, of course, the worst thing you could ever do, whether you're arguing against politicians or developers or other ecologists, is never, never play the person, always play the ball. Hugh has come full circle from the 20-year-old who wanted to save wildlife with maths to now the chief scientist of Queensland, but still with those same ideals at heart. So, Hugh, given how much experience you now have with both sort of politics and science, what is it that you hope to achieve in the role of chief scientist? I'm very keen to work with the Queensland government, um, not to prosecute really an agenda per se, but, I mean, the issue of what we do with every hectare of Queensland to me is a fundamentally important question. Yet planning is often a little bit ad hoc and often the plans exist and nobody follows them. But the fact that we have houses... Uh, and mines on some of the 4% of Queensland that is the most valuable agricultural land doesn't make any sense to me. The fact that we're still uh, destroying native vegetation that has the last known records of threatened species, that doesn't make any sense to me either. So I think that so using mathematics and proper planning, uh, we can help government make better decisions and make, help the community come to, to actually use this one thing I know as a finite resource, as a surface area of the planet, in a much wiser way. Thanks so much for joining us on the 5 with 5 podcast. It's been a pleasure talking to you.